talking with Jeff Downs, Buggles, Yes and Asia. Hi Jeff, how are you doing? I'm good, Neil. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. So how did Buggles come about? Trevor and I were, were a couple of session guys and I'd, I'd been to music college and I'd moved to London and was applying my wares, as it were, in um, London and, and I bumped into Trevor. I said, audition for this guy singer called Tina Charles. Uh, I answered an ad in Melody Maker and uh, it was asking for a keyboard player and I went along to the audition and, uh, and Trevor was the guy putting the band together and... Um, job and then when Tina we did quite a bit of touring with Tina and then when that stopped uh, Trevor and I had built up quite a good partnership working together in the studio with various projects you know a lot of stuff we used to call ourselves the repairmen you know because we'd get these dodgy demos that people were doing and we'd try and suit them up and make them sound decent and in the end we thought well you know let's do this ourselves because uh, you know we just spend our time doing everyone else's stuff so uh, no, that was it really and, and we, we hit it off at that point and um, started to And of course, 79, Video Killed the Radio Star, a massive seller. Ireland's first number one in the UK. Now, Chris Blackwell must have been very pleased with that. Right, it, it was something to do with um, the Beatles. Well, there, there was that idea that because Trevor and I were studio guys, you know, and I think that we saw ourselves as these little sort of insect guys that, you know, were playing with phasers and doing all this kind of thing. And so it was originally going to be called the Bugs, you know, like you know, microphonic Bugs and that sort of stuff. But um, I think that uh, I think Trevor said one day, you know, he said we'll never be as big as the Beatles, and so well, let's call ourselves the Bubbles then. But that was really how that came about. It was. I mean, the video heralded the arrival of MTV, Jeff, didn't it, in 1981? Uh, it did, and uh, I think that, um, you know, at that time, we'd been in Yes, both of us, Trevor and I, um, then Trevor split off to do record production on his own, and I cut off to join Asia. So by the time it came out, it was full two years after we'd released the original single, so it didn't have that much significance to us at the time, because we both moved on from the bubbles at that point, and it was nice that it was an afterthought, but no one, I didn't really attach that much significance Thanks. 
And from 2006, of course, you've been back in both bands by 2011, Yes and Asia. Do you find it difficult to juggle between the both? Well, I think that um, initially it was quite hard because from when I rejoined Yes in 2011, um, Asia was still very active at that point. And, um, uh, and so there was a, it was, thankfully, it was managed very well, so two didn't overlap. And of course, Steve was in both as well. So, you know, there are two of us who were both in Yes and, uh, and Asia, so... It was a bit easier to, um, to manipulate that around and, and you know, say, well, we'll, we'll talk with Asia at this point and we'll do that. Uh, and, of course, Carl was, had his own trio that he was building up as well. So it was not that difficult. I think the um, sad thing was, obviously, when we lost John in 2017. Yeah. Um, that was really, the, you know, the, the point where, you know, it, it, was, it was difficult to carry on, although we did. You know, we did a tour with Journey. Uh, we brought Billy Sherwood, who John had recommended to come in and... and uh, and do, do the job whilst you know, he was he was unwell, but of course you know it took a turn for the worst, and he, he passed away in uh, in January 2017. So yeah, I mean it was a very very hard time for us. And uh, as I say, you know Asia, we, we've done stuff since, but it, nothing like the intensity that it was obviously when we had John and, uh, and the original band together. Yeah, because you've done a lot of collaborations with him, haven't you, done the years? Well, that was the that was the thing for me, not not so much losing my main collaborator at the time, but also losing a, a great friend because we had a, a tremendous rap, not just on a, on a writing level or business level, whatever you want to call it, but creative level. But also we were we were very, very good friends. We shared a lot of the same passion for music and football and, you know, all, all kinds of things. So before we got, when, when we used to sit down for our writing sessions, we'd have these big long discussions about football and music and all sorts of things. And then we'd sit down and we'd Maybe that influenced it quite a bit, but we, then we'd sit down at the piano and throw ideas around, and it was really a very, very natural relationship. So that's one of the, the great things that I miss um, with, with not having John around anymore was the fact that we had such a, you know, a great partnership. Uh, and even when we got back together in 2006, it was almost as though uh, you know we'd had a long period in the middle where we'd not really done much together. So um, yeah, it was great to rekindle that, and it was almost like it was back in 1981 when we were writing those songs for that first album. I never meant to be so bad to you One thing I said that I would never do A look from you and I would fall from grace And I would wipe the smile right from people don't know but you hold a world record uh, I think that's what they keep telling me I've got 28 keyboards on stage at any one time which was the Asia and Asia concert in 
And also, of course, it's very visual in your concerts and stage presence that you do. So, you know, it needs to continue in a sense like that, doesn't well, yeah, it? Yeah, that's for sure. Now, were you surprised at the massive worldwide success of Asia? And what is your favourite song from that album? To celebrate the band's 25th anniversary, uh, you reunited to do a world tour. What did that mean to you personally, Jeff? And, and were you surprised that the popularity hadn't waned? I think we were really surprised that there was still 
by the, the support that we had, uh, and it, it just really grew from there. So it was a great thing that, that you know we'd had all these years apart, and then all of a sudden we sat down in a room together and said, yeah, let's give this a shot. Uh, this is the first time these recordings have been made officially available by Asia, yep. and they are presented together in a superb collector's edition box set with original artwork by Roger Dean, no less, who created all of Asia's album artwork. That's a good box set there, Jeff. It's a great box set, I think. You know, and I think that um, it's always good to see Roger Dean's connection because, uh, you know, even going back to my first album with Yes was uh, drama and that was, um, uh, you know, seeing, meeting Roger at that time and uh, what a great taste he had and, and uh, you know, history of doing those early Yes albums. Well, we had a whole load of bands that he would work for, but, of course, he, he was capable of coming up with those iconic logos and the Yes logo obviously the bubble logo was an iconic logo and we were very fortunate with, um, with Asia because he came up with a big triangular logo which was very very um, identifiable and I think that that was one of the things that really helped that first album as well you know we had a lot of good things in place we had Geffen Records with the first band on the label so they really felt they had to try hard we had the fact that you know all four of us had come from successful bands beforehand so there were a lot of these things were in place and I think that um you know, the fact that we still had to make a decent record, I don't think that, um, you know, you could have all the hype in the world, but, you know, the fact was that I think we came out with a, with a, with a fantastic album for the time, and, um, uh, you know, I think that's what really cemented us in, yeah, in the history books as well. Yeah. Uh, the official live bootlegs uh, will be released on 26th of November uh, this year through BMG Records. But the great thing about these collections, I think, is the fact that it very much um, sort of marched through the history of the band, and certainly going back to the early recording, uh, the early live shows that we did, I think there's one from Worcester in, uh, in Massachusetts, and then going on to the new releases in Brazil, we played in Brazil and, um, uh, and, and in London as well, so we've got this whole kind of multi-continental history of the band all in one box set. I think that that's a very interesting way that people are going to look on the band and say, well, you know, this is definitely a collection worth having. Yeah, sure. I'll just leave you with this last question, Jeff. Which country would you say uh, most impressed with by the, the fans, if you like? So it's difficult to say because I, I've, I've been fortunate that I've had success in virtually every country in the world. And I think that, you know, it's certainly we're toured extensively in South America and uh, the U USA and Canada and Europe. Uh, I mean, I think that the most dedicated fans possibly are the Japanese. You know, yes, yeah. For whatever reason, they really rose to Asia. It was it was um, almost like a sort of spiritual band for them in, in some ways. And, and we had enormous success in Japan, even, you know, even on the recent uh, reunion albums. I mean, the, the fans everywhere have been brilliant. And, um, you know, America really grateful to the Americans who took the band so warmly in the, um, the early stage, particularly. And still remember Asia, and they still put forward Asia as being one of the things that was part of their, either their college days or their childhood or whatever. So it, it's nice to have that influence in many ways on people and in a positive way. What's for the future now for Jeff Downs? I've been working, we, we just released a new uh, Yes album that we worked on in the, in the lockdown, which is uh, which has turned out really well. That, that came out a couple of weeks ago on uh, Inside Out Records. Uh, and we, we're going to be working on some more stuff with Yes as well, then we're touring next year as well. I would want to be working on some stuff that, um, I started off with John Wayne Myers just before he passed away and um, so there's that to look at I really want to get maybe some of the people who were involved with Asia maybe their guest appearances on it and, and put it out as a general tribute John and to, to our writing partnership you know I'm still working with Chris Braid you know, the Downs Braid Association stuff on that uh, I've got you know, 
amen to that. Jeff Jones, it's been lovely speaking with you. Yeah.